tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello. Welcome to the oh, yeah. Librarians After Show. We have a double episode. We are talking about the Librarians and the Power of Three, as well as the Librarians and the Heart of Darkness. I'm your host, Yael Teagle. With me, as always, the lovely Sam Davidson. Hi, guys. We are so excited. There's so much to talk about. A lot. Um, so we'll dive right in. We start uh, with the Power of Three, which uh, takes us to a science fair. And mm-hmm. um, we have this very intricate, confusing situation of magic attacking science which i think is such and a, children and children but children. like i like the idea of putting magic in a science fair world because people are always like no no magic because of science and to put them together what a clever argument yeah i mean honestly in my mind there couldn't really be those kind of crazy science fairs without magic what? You don't think that like the things that people come up with could couldn't exist without magic? I mean, it depends what you consider magic. Ah, deep. Mm-hmm. That it's was really deep, deep over here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the whole plot line of the you know who is behind it and what do they want and the power of three and everyone blah blah blah. It only became interesting once we got to Morgan Le Fay. Yeah. Right. Um, guest star Alicia Witt, who love, is yeah, love it, love that. Amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, she's so talented mm-hmm. and beautiful and and amazing, and I was really excited to see her. Um, also, another guest star is we had played uh, play, playing Amy Myers was Bex Taylor Klaus, mm-hmm. who recently is on Arrow and on um, House of Lies. She's popping up everywhere right now. So this episode, to me, I was like, oh, look at who it is! It's going to be an exciting episode. But the plot of like the science fair and the the romance and the the, the the children were like I'm sorry a little bit lackluster yeah no offense kids but, no I yeah. agree um I loved the app let's talk about this magic app that was cool what an interesting and like create oh it's a way to like bond this idea of of magic and technology put together is there is an app that as you are doing brain testers you make a wish and your wish comes true love it it's so it's very clever and it's it's shows like these that are pushing boundaries and seeing um you know interesting storylines and going how can we make that relatable to kids today how can we make this relevant to now mm-hmm. and i agree like they i really liked that they tried to do that but mm-hmm. the execution of the kids oh like didn't yeah. really get me. I wanted to like really be like, oh, these kids, these mm-hmm. awesome kids, or yeah. these poor kids, whatever. And they just kind of like were an addition to the story that confused me. Yeah, I didn't really care about the science and the romance, or the mm-hmm. science fair, I mean, and the romance between um, Dashiell and Amy 
And I didn't really care too much about this, you know, who wins the science fair and why are these kids getting sick and what's happening to them and who was behind the, the you know, wishing mm-hmm. and Amy getting better and everyone else failing. I didn't care until right. we got Morgan Le Fay. And I mean, last week's episode, which mm-hmm. was the fairy tale one, yeah. uh, which we've spoken about before, it's out, everything's out of order. Mm-hmm. But like, we cared about that kid. Yeah. We really did. Yes. And this week, we did not care about the kids. I mean, I don't mean to speak for everybody, but mm-hmm. I didn't at least. And I really cared about that girl last week. Yeah, you're right. No, we definitely last week were invested in this dying child. Mm-hmm. And this week, we were not so much. Yeah. Um, But I want to talk about Morgan Le Fay. So the fans, you guys are so smart. Our fans are geniuses. They've been talking about Merlin, and we know that there was that very clear Morgan Le Fay uh, name drop early, early on. Um, So Merlin and Arthur and that whole thing, they were like, this is what it's going to be, guys. You guys are so smart. No, they were like, this show isn't even that smart. We're smart. Yeah. You guys are smart. Very smart. You guys are great. And so to have Morgan Le Fay, to have her walk into the annex and to see this recognition between her and Jenkins... To set that up was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, I know we're not at predictions because we have so much to talk about, but I'm predicting that she will be, be back for the finale. That is a prediction I'm making. Okay. Um, so Morgan Le Fay is there and she is trying to um, attract this power. So she's given these kids um, this app so that they can make their wishes. And as they're repaid by three, which anyone who's seen the craft would know. Obviously. Right? Um, anyone who's seen any witch show? You and I are both like... Yeah, we're like, duh. Uh, of course it gets thing, in guys. Yeah. three folds back to you. Gosh, course. come on, where you been? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so um, she's collecting, you know, we've got the all these kids, 27 kids. That's um, three by three by three. There's going to be a feedback loop. And she's just there to absorb power. And when asked why, it is so that she can hide. She can leave this world... Um, and go into a parallel plane, like um, the mirror lands as this world crumbles. Mm-hmm. She basically was like, hey, here is the plot for the season. Uh, yeah. Amazing. She's like, take it, leave it, whatever. Yeah. This is what it is. Adios. I don't care. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited. This character got me so... She got me so excited. She was really good. She was yeah. really good. And this and that aspect of this episode was the only thing that interested me. Me too. Um, so she also dropped a name for Jenkins. She called him um, Gallius. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Fans are going to kill me. I looked it up. It is an, a story from the time of Arthur. Um, I didn't get have time to read all of it, but I think, I mean, the fans, they're like, duh, um, but I'm so excited to see what the situation is. I don't think he's Arthur. I don't think he's Merlin, um, although a lot of fans do think he's Merlin. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's too obvious, I guess, for you guys, not for us. Right. I feel like Merlin is an obvious choice I think of that, the audience. Yeah, I think... I feel like they're going to give him a more um, obscure character. At least I kind of hope they do. I'm just, I'm so confused by his character Mm -hmm. because it's so out of order. And I I was already confused by his character at the beginning Mm -hmm. as to like who he was, like why he hated the librarians. You know, I get it. But like he really has like a deep 
something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then there was a few episodes ago where we saw what we thought, what was possibly, I thought, his lover. <laughs> you thought his brother. I did not think his brother. The fans are positive that they're brothers. Yeah. I thought old friends. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm just like, they're just, t- the, the order of everything's tossing me around a lot. No, I agree. I think that having, watching these episodes out of order, and especially when we get to the next episode, even more so, like very clearly an earlier episode, mm-hmm. um, to it's just very hard to follow and to try to pick up clues if everything's out of order. Yeah. Um, that said, I don't think he's Merlin. I think he's going to be someone a little more obscure. I can't wait for that reveal next week. If it is revealed, I think it will be. Um, but so when Baird and Morgan Le Fay are in their parallel universe between the seconds, between the tick and the talk speaking, um, uh, Baird finds out that this is this is Morgan's plan. She wanted to get the power and hide. And she gives a message to Baird to pass along to uh, Jenkins. And I didn't write the Latin because I don't speak Latin, but I wrote the English and it's fight the war. No, sorry. It's do not fear the villain. It's fear the hero. Do not fear the villain. Fear the hero. What? Uh, what? Awesome. Uh- crazy last words yes like thoughts um i mean who are they talking about are they talking about flynn Mm. are they talking about jenkins oh yeah like one of those two because Mm -hmm. like they're not talking about the librarians or you know baird like i don't think that they don't have enough like built up unless they're talking about uh cassandra i don't think that's it either i don't either but it's one of those two. I mean, because they both, especially Flynn, you know, mm-hmm. he's been not yeah. there. We were hoping he would be there. Like, oh, no, he's going to be there the rest of the season. No. No, he's barely in it. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling it's going to be um, Baird. I think it's going to be an internal thing um, that she, because the last thing that Jenkins says to Baird is you need to stop fighting. Uh, you need to start fighting the war instead of winning the battles. That is what he says to her because she chooses to save these children over killing, excuse me, Morgan Le Fay. And they, um, you know, it's it's oh, so much juicy information, but no information all at once. Yeah. And we know that we only have two episodes left, left mm-hmm. next week, which yeah. is so frustrating because it's like, oh, my God, everything's about to explode. Yeah. And then what? Um, I feel like this episode... The first half of it was to set up how we met Morgan Le Fay. And then it became interesting. And I feel like that is such a waste of our time when we're so close to the end, which makes me wonder where this episode was supposed to live. Yeah. I think both. I mean, getting to the second one, not even, but like Mm -hmm. they were both supposed to be towards the beginning. I feel like this one was supposed to be in the middle. Yeah, because the relationships were definitely more evolved mm-hmm. in the first one than they were in the second one. Oh, yeah. Okay, so before we get into the second episode, I want to take a moment to thank our listeners and our downloaders and streamers and everybody for tuning in, because clearly we love this show. Clearly we love to talk about it. We clearly love science fiction and fantasy and witchcraft and wizardry. <laughs> yes, witchcraft and wizardry. Uh, and so we're here to talk about the show because we love it. And we ask you guys to do one very simple thing for us. Go on to iTunes, rate and review. Uh, If you like the show, give us five stars. Leave a comment. Tell us we're doing great. If you don't like us, give us four stars. That's fine. Leave a comment telling telling us what we could be working on. What are our areas of improvement? Um, Your thoughts on Morgan Le Fay, who Jenkins is. 
is he really Merlin? Uh, let's switch gears because we still have a whole second episode to talk about. So they're in this haunted house, which, ooh, okay. They're in this haunted house and there's Katie, the girl who's being chased by the murderers. And they find all these weird things. So there's the, like, collection of shoes. There's the photo without the faces mm-hmm. in, like, all three rooms. There's the, the like, thing that the baby goes in. What, the bassinet. Yeah, that's it. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, there's the phonograph. There's that hatchety. Um, yeah. The... It looks like a hatchet, but it's a crowbar. You know what? You tell me, Elle. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an object. Um, and then there's the mini model of the house. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay, so... I feel like I'm watching an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark in this episode. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this episode is very clearly way early episodes. I would even go as, like... Two. Three, two, maybe? Three. Yeah, I think three is a good a good. Oh, yeah, because the first two are one. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I would say three. That's a good... Yeah, Because right. no one trusts Cassandra, right? They're repaying... They're re... re bleh. They're fixing, repairing, that's the word I'm looking for, the ley lines. So in the first episode that we watched, The Power of Three, Cassandra is making a map of ley lines. That was part of what she was doing when the book was like, nah. Um, so she's making the ley line book. And in the second episode, they are going around fixing the ley lines. And I think, hmm, maybe, was the second one supposed to be after the first one? Because the first one, she's drawing the map, and the second one, they're looking at the map. Hmm. TNT, why do you do this to us? I mean, it doesn't make sense, because the second one, their relationships were so disjointed. It, it's a bit unfortunate, because the show is really good. It's very well written and mm-hmm. extremely well cast, but it's a, a big part of it is the relationships that yeah. they make with each other, and seeing it, like, you feel, you know, like a... Cassandra and Stone, mm-hmm. my two faves. Yeah. It's like they come so far and now it's this week. Like, what? Yeah. I don't even know this isn't the relationship that I left off on. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I mean, okay, so they're bra- they're fixing the broken ley lines. They go to this house and try to put down their um, scrolls to fix it. She's referred to as Math Girl, which is weird because in like the, um, the Minotaur, uh, Minotaur episode... She w- they were, she was brain grape, and now she's math girl. And, like, what? Guys, first off, pick a nickname. Yeah. Right? And second... Stop harassing her. Yeah, like, <laughs> harass each other. There are other people. I don't... Anyway. So she betrayed them one time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I don't know if it's a girl thing, but I feel like if it was a guy that betrayed them, and would be like, oh, expected. Whatever. <laughs> guys do what guys do. I know that's, like, a very big blanket to throw on top of, like, everything. But, you know, she's, like, a very nice-seeming mm-hmm. girl, so I think she throws people off. And then they're, like, so disappointed that she would, like, be more interested in her self-interest than right. theirs. It also is, like, the most understandable reason to betray people. Yeah, it's like, I'm dying. <laughs> which is what saved her in this episode, which we will even... We will get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, ooh, okay, so... Jenkins explains to them that this is the house, the house on Haunted Hill. It's all different stories of haunted houses, um, but it's all the same house. And it could be one of six mystery houses. He decides it's the shadow box. Okay, here's my question. And I was going to ask it later, but I want to ask it now. We later find out this is not the shadow box. It's the house of refuge, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, house of refuge. And in the last episode, it started out that he thought, oh, it's a coven of witches. But no, it's this app. 
And in the last episode with the um, Fables of Doom, at first we thought that it was um, the Treaty of Mother Goose, but no, it was the, I forget what it's called. So every episode, it's been like, here's what it could be. And then halfway through, it's like, nope, it's this thing altogether. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Are we ever going to get to see the episodes where it is the thing that we first thought it was? Are we going to get to see the Treaty of Mother Goose? Are we going to get to see the House of um, the Shadow Box? Are we going to get to see a coven? I feel like if not, we've we've wasted um, possible plot lines. I mean, it depends if it gets picked up for a second season, of course. Mm -hmm. And if it does, then I think that it will go into that. But, you know, they want to throw the audience off. They want you to think it's one thing and then turn it into something else. But if every episode... Sorry to interrupt you, but if every episode starts with one, like, oh, here's what it is. Nope, we're going this other direction. Then you know that the first thing they they see... It's like Law and Order. You know that it's not going to be the first person they talk to, and it's you know it's not going to be the most obvious uh, suspect. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, like, it's it has to kind of decide what it's going to be. And it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. This isn't, like, a children's show. Yeah. And that happens a lot in children's show. And children right. don't really second-guess it because mm-hmm. they're kids. Yeah. But as adults, you know, we're like, you can't keep on doing that to us. Well, it's a family show. It's supposed to be acceptable for all ages, which is funny because the Haunted House episode was kind of creepy. Again, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. Terrifying. Um... So anyway, I just, I want to know, I want to know that if we have future episodes, the things that have been suggested that have been brought up are not going to fall by the wayside. That the shadow box is someplace we may eventually end up. That they will end up in a haunted house and be like, wait a second, this is very clearly the shadow box. Because we've heard about it. We need to find the heart of darkness. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I feel like we, otherwise we've presented a topic and been like, Now we've presented it, and we can never use it again. Yeah. And that would be so disappointing, because that means that every episode vetoes or or disqualifies two ideas at once. Well, it's like they bring this really cool idea that we haven't heard about in Mm -hmm. a while that we like, and then it's like, nope, just kidding, it's not it. It's not it. And we're never going to get to see that. Yeah. Because we've just used it. You know what I mean? Well, if the show does continue, which we both hope mm-hmm. that it does, obviously, oh, yeah. I do think that, like, they will, hopefully they will get the continuity back and, you know, look at the network to be like, okay, put all of our episodes in a row. Mm-hmm. And I do think they will bring those things back. And it's not just like a see you later, just kidding kind of thing. I do think that the writers will bring those stories back into the equation. So you think that we will have another uh, fairy tale esque story, which ends up being about the mother goose treaty is what you're saying i think that they use these fairy tale or whatever you want to call them stories every week and they will weirdly somehow all tie you know two stories will probably tie into each other one week that you would never think would tie into each other and then i do think we will be satisfied in some way for a lot of the stories right but i i'm asking if you think that they are each week disqualifying or or using up two ideas that we now cannot use again. I sure hope not. Yeah. But maybe. I mean, that's what it feels like. Because we can't... The House of Refuge is not a storyline we're going to see again where they end up in the house being like, oh, where are we? Oh, it's the House of Refuge. Yeah, it's like not a haunted house show. Right. So I don't think we'll ever get to the shadow box either, is what I'm saying. I think perhaps they could throw things into the equation, introduce different, like, Mm -hmm. you know, ideas to people, and then somehow have them used, maybe not as a main plot line. Yeah. But, like, tied into the other plot lines. Okay. Awesome. 
All right. So Cassandra is our math girl. She's saving Katie. Everybody gets sucked into the mini model and their wishes are being granted. Um, I want to talk about this, how she kind of saves the day. Because Cassandra's fighting Katie. We realize that Katie is a serial killer. Um, <laughs> and that she, the house listens to her. She makes a wish to kill everybody and the house does it. But um, Cassandra goes into this crazy monologue about how because of her issue, she sees death every time she looks in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And the way she defeats Katie is because it isn't about wishes. It's about need. What? That is so mind-blowing and confusing as a plot line. Mm-hmm. That the way she defeats the serial killer is by needing to defeat her and save her friends because she's dying? It's... What is yeah, the word? I go. can't... Like, it's very kind of like, I'm going to die, I'm going to save you. It's a martyr. Mm-hmm. Martyr. She's a martyr. That's okay. the word I'm thinking of. Um... But she's very complex, and I'm still very confused because like, I see her progress so much, and yeah. then I'm like, wait, what? She's back. So put this as episode, let's say this is episode three. Let's look at it in that perspective. Um, that means that at this point, she's still trying to earn their trust. Mm-hmm. And if this is episode three, and let's say Fables of Doom is episode four, where she says, where she asks Stone how she can earn his trust, and he said, you never can. Yeah. Does that make more sense to you then? In, I get a, li- in, a little bit. In storyline? Storyline it does. Like mm-hmm. having that, you know, be first mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. It, it, you know, this show is so complicated. Yeah. And having it not be in order really does mess with your mind mm-hmm. on top of like the plot messing with your mind. Because right. it's, it's brilliant. It's great. I just, you know, and like you said, there's so many things they're planting that you're like, did they deal with this? Did they not? Are they yeah. going to? Like, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Um, I think, I just, I don't understand how it is that because she is going to die, and that is inevitable, she needed to be able to defeat Katie. That doesn't, that doesn't equate to me. You know what I mean? Katie needs to kill. That is what she wants. That is what she's asking the house to help her with. So Katie's wish is to kill, and Cassandra's wish is to save her friends. Mm-hmm. But because Cassandra's dying, the house takes her her side because the house is the house of refuge that needs to help you. Does that make sense? It, it, kind of. A little bit. And it makes sense how it ended up. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like, oh, you know, everyone's okay. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess that I guess that does make sense as to what they were trying to yeah. say. Okay, I'm, I'm I'll I'll take it. Yeah, I'll let's take go it. with that. I'll take it. <laughs> um, all right. So the house is restored. Katie is defeated. The scary ghost, spooky, spooky man is actually a a butler. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the spirit of the house, and Cassandra can speak to the house, which is an amazing thing that I don't know how I understand. question I had during yeah. this episode was like, okay, can she talk to the dead now? Is that like a thing or is that just this episode because it's this house because it's the house of refuge whatever? I think she can speak to the house. Okay, so I don't it's, think she does it's just to like very people. specifically the mm-hmm. house. Yeah, I think it's this house. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I really want her to like be the next medium like <laughs> nah. No, no. She's not psychic. Um... <laughs> But 
oh so so freaking confusing um <laughs> it's true you guys this is such a great show but it's so confusing i think it would be less confusing if it wasn't out of order I know. I feel like I'm taking a class in college. I'm like mm-hmm. trying to like put together puzzle pieces, and it literally is. It's like a puzzle they're giving us. Yeah. With all these different episodes, mm-hmm. and I, I'm curious if the next two episodes in the finale, like, are they supposed to be the last two episodes, or are they just going to continue to throw us these weird curveballs? No, with the, the episodes? next two episodes, which are the finale, are going to be in order of the two episodes. Um, I think that something was supposed to come. Something else was supposed to be before them, though. It wasn't supposed to be this one, for sure. Uh, maybe last episode was supposed to be before the next episode. No, because then why would they have shown these in this order? I don't know why they shown the why they showed these two episodes. Because these two episodes seem like the most amateur mm. of. Don't you think? Like they seemed very like more towards the beginning. I think Heart of Darkness was amateur, but Power of Three was. I think it's weird that Heart of Darkness was shown after Power of Three. I think that was weird. They should have flipped it. Yeah. That's what I think. Or they should have just actually been in the order they were supposed to be in in I general. Mean, for those who are questioning why the show is all jumbled, it's because of the um, Christmas episode that came earlier because the show premiered at a different time than it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. That's why we had a two-hour season premiere followed by the Christmas episode. Which I did mm-hmm. super enjoy. Like, But it put us all out of order. Yeah. Um, and Fables of Doom was supposed to be way earlier. <sighs> so confusing. Yeah, it is. Anyway, um, this the episode ends with the mini model of the house appearing in the trunk. Mm-hmm. If we add that with Fables of Doom, where she, where Cassandra has the magic at the end, and maybe she does talk to ghosts, what does this mean? I honestly, and I thought this from the first episode, that mm-hmm. she is, like, insanely powerful to the point, possibly, where she could, like, ruin everything. So you think she is magic? Yeah. I think that she's crazy magic. Like, mm. and it's scary, and, like, she's a really good soul, and mm-hmm. you just, like, don't really know what's going to happen, which way it's going to take her, and the fact that, like, she sees death in the face very soon mm-hmm. into her future. I just, I think that she's like probably the most important character in the show. Interesting. I I don't know. I don't know where we're going anymore. I'm so confused and so lost and so excited. Like that's the other thing is that not only am I trying to piece it all together, but I also cannot wait to see where it goes. And it looks like we're headed straight towards everything has been building and all the clues that have been dropped are actually going to pay off. And knowing the team behind the show, I believe that they will not leave us hanging. Mm-hmm. I believe that they will pay off and that it will be worth it and that we will get answers. I believe that. Yeah. Because they're not the type of people who are going to be like, we're just going to leave you lots of cliffhangers for two seasons. That And they have no guarantee of another season. Right. And they know how to appease the fans. And these fans that are awesome and yeah. so smart. So smart. My mind is blown by how smart you guys are. It's yeah. that makes me feel stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. They're all like, uh, clearly this is in reference to I don't know what that voice is, but like they're very smart. Our That's fans are so good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I feel like we've gotten the important things of the two episodes. Yeah. Um, let's head into predictions because there's so much to talk about. And now you're after Buzz TV. 
Um, so in the trailer, it says that his it's a legendary, epic two-hour finale next week. History is falling apart, it seems. Um, and wherever fate has led them, blah, blah, blah. So here's an interesting thing, is that Morgan Le Fay said to Baird um, that she she that Baird has now been intertwined with fate she's part of uh what's happening and so i think it's a very clear like the library put them on this track um also flynn is back and he has a plan he says i have a plan to bring back the library or something along Mm -hmm. those lines i don't know what i wrote in my notes um so it also looks like we have dragons like there were flying cgi dragons oh my god you're gonna yeah yeah finally um and we saw a little bit of cassandra kind of in a like medieval garb i would say Mm -hmm. what do you think let's talk about this okay what i'm saying though all depends on if there's a second season which Mm -hmm. these writers and producers did not know when shooting but okay let's say there is a second season not Mm -hmm. from wood yeah and uh, I do think Cassandra will end the season being super scary. Okay. And kind of, like, losing control of her powers, mm. if you want to call them, and herself. And also, if you think you're going to die really soon, it's like, do what you want to do. Right. So if she gets angry, um, which was cool about the well, the second episode, mm-hmm. because you did see her get really frustrated, which I think was supposed to be towards the beginning, and yeah. have that building. So I feel like there could be an explosion mm. for her to get really pissed. Do you think that she might be the hero that we're supposed to fear? Yeah. Mm. I do. Interesting. Okay. Do you think that Flynn will find the library next in the finale? Yes, I do. But then I think once they find it, there's going to be some whole other, like, really big issue. Yeah with like what's in it or like you know what's gonna happen next mm-hmm. but they're gonna find it and be like oh praise blah. yeah and then it'll be like uh-oh yeah yeah interesting i'm gonna say this i think that everything we've gotten so far the dragons which was an episode that kind of touched on what dragons are i think that like every little piece from every episode almost every episode is going to play a part so the dragons um, I think I, I said it. I think Morgan Le Fay is going to be back. Um, I think we're going to get answers about Duloc Jenkins and Morgan Le Fay and what's what that situation is. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, what other little pieces are going to be built up. I think the fact that um, in the uh, what was it the Fables of Doom, the little girl said that Cassandra was Merlin, and ga- mm-hmm. and at the end she had a little bit of magic. Maybe next episode she will be Merlin. I think they're going to be taken to a King Arthur's time Camelotti thing, place or location. Somehow a time they can travel in time and space. Yeah, I mean there was a TARDIS reference in this episode. There's no way that we aren't going to be able to travel in time and space. So I think they're going to be in Camelot and they're going to have to deal with it there. I believe that Flynn's message of that he has a plan to bring back the library will be the final moments. I don't think it'll be any part of the two-hour episode. I think it'll be just at the end to set up next season. Yes. Because they got to set up for something. Mm-hmm. And lastly, I think um, that... Ooh, I had a good one and I lost it. <laughs> it was so good. Um, the library, Cassandra, 
kisses. I want to see another big kiss. Who? Um, well, I mean, personally, uh, Cassandra and Stone. Sure. I know. But I mean, you know, I'll take some Flynn and Baird. Yeah. All right. That sounds fine. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm okay with it. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's going to be a very exciting and and action-packed finale. Yes. I do think that we will feel more satisfied than we did this week. Oh, for sure. I think it's weird that we had two episodes this week and that they were back-to-back and kind of irrelevant. And out of order, yeah. Yeah. frustration I really hope the fans aren't mad at us that we didn't go in depth because there was just so much that was more interesting than the actual like weekly plot Mm -hmm. that we want to talk about and I think you guys probably agree with us hopefully yeah All right, Sam tell the people where they can find you online All right, lovely people you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43 and online at SamDavidsonEntertainment.com awesome and if you want to find me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Google+, I'm at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. I'm also online at Yell.TV. That's Y-A-E-L.TV. Um, and I just launched a new web show on YouTube, again, at Yell Teagle, Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. Here at AfterBuzz on a whole bunch of shows, including SVU, Constantine Grimm, Switched at Birth, uh, and this one. Mm. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week for the season finale of The Librarians. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other aftershows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.